0: Journo at Stories That Matter Studios. I'm Nance Haxton, and this is The Streets of Your Town. The podcast that takes you on an audio journey through theatre of the mind, highlighting a different slice of Australian life each episode. This special edition of The Streets of Your Town is brought to you in collaboration with Miro Magazine, an independent, high-end culture magazine based out of London, driven by a passion for promoting and inspiring popular culture. Today we meet two artists based in Brisbane, Australia, taking part in an innovative project aiming to bring mental health out of the shadows. Renowned contemporary fine artist and street artist Matt Stewart and emerging digital creative Spectator Jones have combined forces to create two artistic works that will not only be auctioned to raise money for mental health projects, but will also hopefully raise the topic of mental health in the broader public conversation speaking to them in a busy cafe on the bustling Wandu Street in Brisbane's vibrant cultural hub of Fortitude Valley.
1: I'm Matt Stewart. I am
2: Spectator Jones, or my real name is Dina. You can say Spectator Interchangeable Jones, moniker
0: of Dina, yes. or whatever, cool. whatever you're
2: feeling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how about, we'll start with Arts and Minds. Can you maybe tell us a bit about how you both became involved in the project, both artists here in Brisbane?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I was asked along to the project um, as, a, as an established artist to work with another artist on it. So it was one of those things where I just, just yeah, I mean, it was, it was a no-brainer. Like as soon as I saw the concept for it, and I just went, yep, I'm in, I'll do whatever it needs to happen. So it was exciting from the word go.
0: What made you want to be that involved? Do you think that's the idea of the mental health aspect?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's I think it's a really good way of talking about it and bringing it to everyone's attention. I get asked to do a lot of charity work, or for charities, all the time, um, and I'm very picky. Uh, with who I work with, as I said, this was a pretty much a no-brainer. I just said, "Yeah, cool. I in, whatever you need." To yeah. be able
0: to support other artists and also raise the conversation a bit. Definitely,
1: yeah, it was a double-edged sword. And luckily, I ended up with, <laughs> with uh, being partnered with a, another amazing artist who we've, who've, I've had a really amazing rapport with. So not only was it um, was to support the Anglicare Arts and Minds, but then to also, for lack of a better word, to uh, you know, loosely mentor someone and work alongside of them and sort of, you know, it's not something that you get to to do every day unless you actually go out there and put yourself into that situation
2: and how about for yourself Spectator shall I say how you became involved (laughs) so (laughs) mine's different so I'm the emerging artist Mm. out of the pair Um, and so I interview every single subject that I I draw yeah I noticed that so So that's an important part of your creative process definitely because I want them in it Um, Mm. it's not just a complete visual thing for me Mm. so I was interviewing someone for one of my Spectator Jones drawings and he said Oh, you should apply for Arts and Minds. It's it's a project that is pretty much parallel to what you're doing and it would suit you really well and you should give it a go and I was like, oh, that's so silly. I've been drawing for like a few months and they would never take me on. But I looked at it and I was like, you know, doesn't hurt. So I put the application in and I got involved by their selection process. And here we are. Yeah, here we are.
0: <laughs> and from there you've uh, you both had did you create your artworks together, or how did that work? I think that, that's going in the auction ultimately. Together, individually.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So
0: at the same time
2: in the same room, we had the eight-hour block, and we were working side by side. We weren't allowed to look at each other's progress, but we were having conversations throughout the whole day and talking about our mental health and our art. And I was also tapping into Matt's professional brain, and then at the end of it, we exposed each other's artworks on camera, and so our
0: artworks were done together individually. Yes. <laughs> A tagline. It was, yeah. <laughs> and, and how did you enjoy, or otherwise, that process? Was it, was it difficult or challenging, sort of doing it with another artist around? For me, it was challenging
2: because this is Matt's um, like day-to-day. For me, I just had never done anything like that. I've never collaborated in any sense. I've never been on camera to draw. That was a huge nerve-wracking point for me. And I was also so nervous to meet Matt and then to have like an eight-hour time pressure put on me um, and being filmed. So for ages, I was just like super indecisive and super riddled with nerves and anxiety but Matt and I just got along so swimmingly that I just my nerves just got calmed and I was like you just do the same thing Except someone's watching you, but you don't have to see <laughs> that they're
0: watching you, so it's fine. So you were given the topic at the beginning of the day, or was it, or you just came uh, up with your like own? Computer, or, a, week a week before? Maybe yeah. a week before? Yeah. So you could start the creative juices flowing a bit. Yeah. 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 So we had
1: we just had a single word, which was um, release. release, which is our word. So we yeah. so we both had to paint towards that topic, and that was all we were given. We could creatively, we could go in whatever direction we wanted to with that. Yeah.
0: And what did you come up with, Matt?
1: Um, I know it's always hard to describe us. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I have,
0: have to get photos. To and it's probably
1: the way I describe it, it's probably going to be nothing like you would visualise it. Normally, when people ask me that, I just show on my phone with photos. Um, it's I basically just um, mine was um, uh, a male and a female sort of facing away from each other. It was, it was a stencil piece, so it was um, it's a very defined piece. It was basically their minds opening up and um, and everything. Coming out of there, so just sort of the release of um, not only negativity but also positivity as well, and, and how that sort of shapes themselves in in their everyday lives. Yeah. And
0: and yours is more digital
2: artwork, is yeah. That right? So I am a digital painter. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So mine was a self-portrait because mine's always has has to do with the person, a subject, and I wanted to eliminate an extra stress, which is making like another person's drawings not great on camera so I was like I'll I'll do a self portrait (laughs) because then it's like whatever happens you know it's fine I'm the one that has to deal with it but for me it was about my mental health um, and so the release of everything I've been going through in this last year because I was told I had PTSD and I had to learn a lot about that Mm. since I had the self awareness turned to that and so in my drawing I had like Like these kind of goalish bats coming out of me, and each of them represented something to do with the PTSD I'm like letting go and learning about, which is it was like fear, guilt,
0: blame, shame. Because I imagine it would be pretty challenging to put all of that out there for public consumption in a way for this kind of art exhibition but it sounds like this has actually been quite helpful.
2: Well the whole project started Mm. um, because I've always been a very closed off person Mm. and I wanted to do something in my, because I travel a lot for work and um,
0: Yes, you're a band manager. Yeah, Mm. I'm a
2: musician Mm. and I'm an artist manager and so there's a lot of like waiting times and I wanted to do something creative because I'm a very busy person. At the same time because I wasn't creating with the busy lifestyle I felt that it was all very locked up within me and so I bought an iPad to see if the visual side of creativity was something that would help with the healing process and from there I realized it's slowly opened me up more and more especially when I have interviews with other subjects and they're giving me something which then teaches me to give something back and it becomes this exchange and conversation and through that like, there's definitely... A few months ago, I would never say I had PTSD. Now I'm just like, oh, I have PTSD. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> been part of the, yeah. the healing process. Yeah, it's way. just a
2: re- repetition. Mm. Once you're in an un- uncomfortable position, once. The second time you're in it, it's less uncomfortable. And then soon I'm just like, oh, it's a fact. Here you go. You know, it doesn't bother me
0: anymore. So And is that almost a nice parallel too by, I suppose, you becoming more comfortable talking about it, hopefully the rest of the community will as well and that's part of this project too really? Yeah
2: definitely that's totally the whole point Mm -hmm. to the campaign and I think the whole reason why I also interview subjects is to push their boundaries a little bit and realise that people are open to talking about it, it's a comfortable Mm -hmm. safe place and if one person does it another person can do it and soon it becomes that it's like an acceptable thing to be talking about your mental health rather than a taboo
0: And have you been watching this evolution too, Matt? Is that how you perceived it? Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. I think um, I think I probably noticed it with Spectator more so on the day that we painted. um, As she was saying, like there were so many elements coming into it. For me, it was it was another painting on camera that I was doing, um, so I was used to that side of it. But sort of seeing her come in and then not so much let her guard down but become more comfortable with the situation and talking to someone about it and within an eight hour period just yeah really changing yeah within and five hours even like it, it wasn't yeah
0: <laughs> and does that renew your creativity Tell I mean you've got artworks in collections all around the world and yeah. very very well known particularly here in in Brisbane but also far further afield to the yep. UK but does that renew your Spirit, I suppose, as well, when you go A- back to
1: work. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, I think it, I think this whole scenario of working in this arts and minds, um, not only just with Dina, but also it, you know meeting the other the other artists as well involved in it. it it's absolutely opened my mind, probably another hundred percent more of what I already knew about um, mental health, and you know, because I personally haven't really been affected by it that much in my own personal life, I, I sort of I had you know i wouldn't say limited knowledge but i had a small amount of knowledge compared to someone who's sort of dealt with it or knows someone who has so even just in this short amount of time it's really opened my mind up as well and on a, on a lot of different topics yeah
0: do you see progress in that i think i, I saw in one of uh, the interviews that i would read with you that you still felt that mental health is something people don't talk about all that freely
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, that's one of the reasons why I, I said yes for this because it's a great segue to talk about it. Like it, it's bringing, you know, the the medium of visual art, which, you know, in general makes people happy to look at beautiful pieces of artwork or color or shapes, and then it's taking that and using it as a as a medium to, to talk about a, a topic which, by and large, is is mostly taboo in in um, in society. So it. it oh, Nothing but amazing things with
0: it. So now we're getting ready for the auction. That'll be the next stage, I yeah. suppose, and a big gala night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I um, have to sign my painting
2: now to then get it framed. <laughs> yeah. So. And how does that work when it's a digital piece? It just gets printed onto like archival art gallery grade Beautiful. paper that lasts for minimum a hundred years. Right. And. I've never seen it printed Ooh. in real life. Oh, That'll be
0: interesting. In the oh, world. I've seen it now, and yeah. it was like, oh
2: wow, I made that. <laughs> That's crazy. I've only ever had it existing on an iPad, yeah. so it was actually really cool to see. Yeah. yeah, and then I just sign it and then frame it, and it's locked away and sent off um, to whoever buys
0: it yeah, <laughs> yeah and you're looking forward to that stage too
1: Matt absolutely yeah one of the things that I was thinking of as well while producing the artwork was was you know the end result and and obviously like you know, raising enough money that out of the auction as well so um that's always a really weird aspect is putting your artwork into an auction um Luckily, recently I've had some really good successes, so I'm hoping it's going to be the same sort of thing for um, for this and raise money for the charity.
0: Yeah, so all the money goes to Anglicare, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah definitely. Mm. So yeah. you're donating
0: your yeah. work, which is a beautiful thing as well. commend yeah. you for that.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's the least, the least I could do. Yeah. Oh,
0: well, thank you so much for joining us on the this podcast for, for Miro magazine and is there anything else that you'd like to add about being part of this arts and minds project can
1: I ask Dina a question yeah, yeah that. <laughs> oh,
0: this is a great idea for a podcast. Go
1: for um, just going back to the um a couple of questions ago how you've changed personally since you started doing your instagram page how have you changed since you've actually like has it been another leap and bound since we actually started this anglicare arts and minds oh yeah totally that, Yeah,
2: because when I started the Spectator Jones project, it was just to whoever was on the Instagram, mm-hmm. to whoever is my personal networks, um, maybe to the subjects as well. With the arts and minds thing, now I had to do it in front of the camera. They had to come into my house and interview me. I had to talk to all these different media outlets, and especially like journalists who I've never met before, and I'm meeting them for the first time, and I'm just like, Hello, blip like you know take that um and so that i think like even when we did our webisode when we were doing the live art i was actually kind of tiptoeing and when they did my personal interview at home i'm tiptoeing but i was tiptoeing a lot more but now if they were to push me or ask me more i'm i'm feeling a lot more comfortable about it I just take it as like oh yeah that's me like you know and I know you have things too and I know you will too and we all have our things but this is mine and I'm okay with sharing it so yeah I've definitely seen a huge change and a lot of the people I've sent my artwork to like family and friends they were just like oh my gosh you would have never done that ever I didn't even know that about you and I've known you for like 20 years like that's crazy. This has been an amazing like progress to watch so yeah it's been great for me yeah good to hear it's good and it's also yeah. great to have a really good mentor beside me as well so beside the mental health stuff. world-renowned artist yeah he's yeah. just been so great at giving me advice um and we get along swim like really well good giggles so
1: <laughs> so we yeah.
0: establish good long-term contacts out of it too oh absolutely mm. yeah
1: yeah definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: I waited for him to answer first <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I suppose and maybe just another thing that I could ask you're both Brisbane based can yeah. I ask you yeah. about your inspiration here in Brisbane does it come from local things or is it a bit further afield than that I just thought of that idea that I should perhaps ask that as well yeah.
1: Oh, ladies first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, mine's really a lot more obvious and
2: has been said, but mine comes from the people. So, the people that I interview, and a lot of the interviews I do, I do it to how they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, Skype. So it can be people anywhere. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, I've done I've done people like a lot of people in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, London, the Netherlands. I think I did one from Israel like the other week. But mainly Brisbane and Australia as well. So it's not limited, but my inspiration comes a lot from what I do day to day with, like, you know, being surrounded by creative people in music, as well as that
0: these stories that people have so generously shared with me. So, yeah. What about you for you, Matt? Yeah. Your your works are in quite a few public spaces here in Brisbane. They
1: are, they are. And, um, yeah, I think you know, the internet being so prevalent and the way we can actually access, especially visual information, I'd be almost foolish to say I definitely do get all my inspiration from here. But having said that, in the past sort of six to 12 months, um, seen a lot of change, especially in inner city Brisbane. Um, There's been a lot more release and focus on public art. And so look, I take inspiration from everything, not just art. So I love, I love architecture. Um, I love fashion uh, as well. So you'll definitely find a lot of those elements in my artwork pieces so I'm always on the lookout like if you know it's 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 almost like that um you know a traditional artist saying like you know again inspiration from everywhere and I really do like it could yeah. be sitting having a interview or coffee yeah. with someone and it's I think you you know being an artist of any kind whether you're visual or, or a musician I think if you don't treat yourself like a sponge and just take yeah. everything in you're sort of you're in the wrong field. Yeah.
2: Even, even the space that we did the whole artwork in was just filled with inspiration because it was all um, David Bromley's work mm. um, and his other apprentices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I was just sitting around and when I was stuck for colour ideas or, you know, something, I just literally just rolled my head and I was like, ah, yeah, you know, absorbing everything,
0: so, yeah. I mean, here in this inner-city cafe, I suppose, a Bellissimo and- Fortune Valley or more Tenerife?
1: Uh, we're in Cast. Right? Yeah, uh, really, yeah, we're yeah, on, on, on the boat. valley.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah but <laughs> It's good to, to pick up on that inner city energy. Thank you for meeting me here. Uh, thank you so much for
1: having us. Yeah,
0: thank you so much yeah. for having us. Thanks to Matt Stewart and Spectator Jones for this special edition of the Streets of Your Town. <laughs> Streets of Your Town is produced by Nance Haxton, aka the Wandering Jerno, with production assistance from Michael Adams. That's it for this episode. I'm Nance Haxton. Stay up to date with the latest episode of Streets of Your Town on SoundCloud. See you next time.